0: This episode is powered by Safety FM.
1: Welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast Show. I am your host, Sheldon Primus. This is the podcast where I teach you the business of being a safety consultant. And this is my 100th episode. And it is the first episode of 2021. Happy New Year to everybody. I hope you had a great holiday season. I'm not too sure when you stop saying happy new year but I know for now we're pretty good I guess when it comes to like January 25th or February you might have to stop saying hey happy new year <laughs> that's one of those traditions that you always get I do have a special episode for you not only is this the 100th episode but I do have Jay Allen of Safety FM Radio Big and if you haven't heard of Radio Big yet you should go to radiobig.fm and it is a music station. And he is the person who has put that together. So you want to go to Radio Big FM. And he is also, so you put together Safety FM Plus. So me and Jay have a bunch of fun when we're together. This is actually recorded early. When I was in Orlando and staying at his house. And we actually just had some fun recording back and forth. And it was actually really, really good. A lot of information. I didn't want to break this into two because it's a special event for me. So I really want to have a hundredth together. So me and Jay, we just kind of go nuts. We're going to get some scoops from him. He actually alludes to Safety FM Plus because at the time of the recording it was not released yet but he did um, allude to that one. So now that you know, that's the video service he's talking about. I also release a couple of things. If you listen closely, you're going to hear that I have two special in-show commercials and one of them you know about already, which is the OSHA Compliance Help Show, but the other one you do not know about. So this is going to be the first time I actually introduce it to you guys. I want to thank you so much for hanging out with me. And uh, this episode, we, me and Jay, we just start right into it with our craziness. There won't be a tip of the week because of the length of this one, yeah, but we're giving you all kinds of tips throughout the whole show. We just go nuts. We truly do. I really do appreciate everyone that has spent the last 100th episode with me, and I know you might be seeing on your uh, podcasting service if you're listening to me, episode 109 or something like that. It's actually not because when I moved over my episode service, um, podcast service, it actually included episodes duplicated. So some of those episodes that if you were to scroll down, you'll see two or three of the same episodes. So it's it's not truly a good reading by looking at the number. So I'm telling you now, this is the official. 100th episode I'm gonna go nuts with my buddy Jay Allen we talk about just about everything we talk about my stuff he interviews me, I didn't interview him we just, we've got no rules (laughs) when we talk together it's really hysterical and a great great, great friendship and I really appreciate him for all he's done for me And I believe that you guys are going to have a great time listening to this. So with no further ado, we're just going to go ahead and this episode just begins. It just starts with us cracking up and uh, me wishing I probably should have cut some stuff out. Oh, well. (laughs) We can edit that, right? Welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. This is your host, Sheldon Primus. This is the show where I teach you the business of being a safety consultant. This week, for the 100th episode, yay, 100, ring some bells, do some horns, sound off, whatever I need to do, beep, beep, put up uh, some of those bells that you hear with uh, any Jamaican song where it, it starts <laughs> hitting the horns, <laughs> that's it, 100th episode. So I wanted to do for my 100th episode, one of my most influential guests ever, man put me on the map single-handedly with the safety FM, just, just laid it on my lap and said, bro, you need to do this. And I said, damn, I'm doing it. So this man makes me smile. I love me some Jay Allen. So here it is, the man, the myth, the legend.
0: Realistically, when you said that somebody who that put you on your map, I really thought you were going to say your dad. I really That's what I thought you were going for.
1: <laughs> Physically, yes. That
0: got me in. <laughs> wow. I'm not even going to touch that. No, I'm not even going to touch that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I laid it up for you, too. So that's, oh, look at this. Another terrible choice of words. I don't let up. Okay. So I think this is going to already be known as an explicit episode. So go ahead and mark it with the E as we move forward, and let's go from there. So 100 episodes in, I, I, you know that this is what's going to end up happening. I'm yeah. going to start asking you questions because yeah, yeah. that's what ends up happening. Every <laughs>
1: time I have you on, you ask me questions. So I'm like, man, I meant to get him and ask him <laughs> this, and he
0: ran the show. But, so, so, but seriously, so 100 episodes. one hundred. Sometimes, does it feel like 100?
1: It feels like I actually am still a beginner. And you, you heard me say a few times. <laughs> I'm the rookie, and I can't figure this thing out, and I have to call you with panic calls, and here it is, a hundred episodes, and I'm still running the rookie game, uh, so it doesn't really feel that way at all, and you, how many episodes are you on now? You've started-
0: uh, On which one?
1: <laughs> oh, that's true, that's true, because you rated R is every, well, mostly every day. Right. And so that one's probably in, what, the 200s by now?
0: Yeah, it's like two, well, at at the time of this recording, it's like 230 something. But by the time that this probably gets released, it'll be a little bit later. But between all of them, it's over 500.
1: Goodness. Mm -hmm. But you actually had so much radio broadcasting before. uh, So something like this is probably just coming right back to you from from. Would it be college days for you? Yeah.
0: Actually, I started high school into college um, with it. It, It's kind of funny because a few days ago, I was actually playing around in one of the storage rooms. And I found one of my original editing pieces of software that is essentially now Adobe Audition, but it was called Cool Edit Pro. And I found the original CD-ROM. That's how long ago. But, you know, it's kind of funny because you mentioned the whole thing about feeling like a rookie, but I don't think that ever changes. I think that regardless of what you're doing, you always find somebody that you go, holy snikes. Um i are already <laughs> hit the e button, so I don't know. <laughs> no, but you kind of look at it and you go, you're kind of shocked on how good they are. And yeah. r- one of the guys that I lean on the most, um, he is expert level like ninja. I mean, he can listen to anything and pick it apart in yeah. a heartbeat and he can edit stuff in such real time that it's just amazing um and luckily he's one of the voices on the station really yeah um he normally does a lot of our announcement but he he's awesome i mean he is sort of he is a dude yeah he's a certified professional Uh, he's a certified professional um through uh through adobe his name is mike russell and he runs his own little org yeah fantastic guy love him to death awesome well
1: i i know i'm probably going to never shed the rookie thing. And that's good because I guess that gives me a little hunger. Uh, And then also in the hundredth, I never really put any thought to what number I want to get to or whatever. I just knew this is something I do every week. I'm just going to put an episode out. And if it's Saturday coming onto Sunday and I haven't got one, I start panicking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've learned this. I've learned this.
1: My my sweat glands start going, and I'm like, I right, gotta get something up there. And I try to do these uh, where they come up at 3 a.m. and everything. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I don't even. I think because of the international stuff. So when you were getting into this, did you always know that this is going to be you know international? You're going to get people from all over. So you wanted to make it where it was friendly to
0: other countries. When you say this, you're talking about the... Oh, you I'm <laughs>
1: talking about Safety FM and, and the broadcasting and even um,
0: your broadcasting. The, if I start off with my radio dream, my radio dream has not turned out the way that I expected it to, but it's definitely been a lot more interesting than what I originally initiated it to be. Um, but in regards of looking at the whole Safety FM aspect, I had like this goal, this really weird thing where I wanted to take a whole bunch of safety professionals and kind of group us all together Mm -hmm. and then really start having conversations where we could take deep dives into some other things, but I didn't want it all to be about the same thing. So, like, someone like Tim Ludwig, who speaks mostly about behavior-based safety, is totally opposite than what something like Todd Conklin would speak about. And that's what I was looking for. I wanted to take people into these different dives, but they knew that they could come to one source. Yeah. So I didn't want them to have the feeling of like, I'm listening to an MSNBC where it's only one side or I'm listening to a Fox News and it's only the other side. And Do then I, not get me started well, on
1: either one of those, especially well. so close after an election. You were going to trigger me.
0: No, brother. I'm not trying to trigger it, but I'm just trying to give that an example because I would, what I want it to be is I want it to be more along the lines on how shows and news used to be to an extent where it was non-leaning. So yeah. non-entertainment purposes, but it was informative. So I want people to feel comfortable that if they're at one source here where they feel comfortable across the board. So that's really what I was looking for. Um, Has it grown a lot bigger than what I expected? Absolutely. Um, As we speak at this moment, which is going to be different than the moment that we're speaking at, um, (laughs) we have 19 shows. 19? Is that UK, UK as well? That's UK as well, but that's not counting the show that has not been released that nobody knows about by the time that this thing comes out. Okay, so, so come that's a, on, on. so that's the interesting part because we still have a few weeks before this one airs, but right now we're in the development of something called "Married to Safety," couple, couple. Uh, so it is a whole conversation on something that a lot of people don't touch about. Yeah. So it's definitely a, a different spin. Both of them in safety now, yes, but not at the start. Okay. So it's, I mean, it's interesting. Hmm. And I've, I've got to meet so many different people throughout the whole thing. Um, and that's kind of been the fun part, but enough about me. Yeah. It, Actually, it, it, it no. was
1: about you because I wanted to have you back because last time I had you, you started talking about a uh, podcast because you've been on the show twice. And, uh, and we were starting talking about podcasting yourself. And then the first time I had you, we were really talking about you and getting your journey into safety and everything else. So um, this whole time that I'm trying to, developed the 100th episode, I was just trying to touch base with people that I've had in the beginning, see what's going on, see what you're doing now. So go ahead.
0: Okay, so good. So so, I, I, so let's kind of, let's go into my boring thing then. All right, because, okay, me. so I'm boring. There's nothing exciting about me. So let's now talk about it. Um, <laughs> so it's 100 episodes. What have you learned? What have you personally learned as a host of a show? Because it's much different in regards of what you interview, yep. opposed to what you're actually hosting
1: yeah and i actually um when i interview to start with that one i i have interviewed people that weren't specifically in safety consulting but i would always try to put the angle on safety consulting
0: also you're spinning so, so like those two I new those spinning. two those two news stations that i referenced that you didn't want to be triggered by okay got it yeah yeah yeah. yeah. i'm spinning <laughs> i'm
1: spinning there just like those channels but then when i'm doing my solos I except the music episode, <laughs> which I love still, and I need to re- uh, replicate. But uh, what I, I have learned from the solo episodes is I actually have more fun, truly, truly more fun when I'm thinking about uh, when I got started, what I needed to do, the grass, grassroots and getting the business going and all that. And the solo episodes are really honed in on that, where I'm, I'm trying to give a tip, I'm trying to give something that is going to help the person get into the safety consulting field or run the business in the safety consulting field. So I, I kind of like that. And I, I don't want to do more than three uh, interviews without a solo because of that. And that's like not a hard and fast rule of thumb because you could go back and look at, you know, within the hundred, you could see three or four weeks in a row where I got guests. But I, I do think that I've learned a lot from from that experience of what I like and what, what I feel like, um, like I have to do because I don't want to miss an episode at all that's just in me. So I love interviewing because I'm finding out more things about people and I think I've got a good grip on interviewing. I know I'm not, I'm not in, in the Jay Allen level yet, but I kind of like getting to know people and I turn that into an interview style and I truly believe that those are the things I learned is my, my strengths and weaknesses and then what really lights me up as far as uh, being a broadcaster. So um, do I call myself a broadcaster or do you call yourself a podcaster? What do, what, when people ask you, what do you say? Do you say I'm a podcaster, I'm a broadcaster?
0: Uh, I'm a motivational speaker. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the easiest way to put it. So let's go into the safety side because let's be realistic. The people listen to your show because they want to know about consulting, they want to know about safety. Yep. What have you learned in these hundred episodes that you did not expect? I mean, because I'm sure you've learned some things, especially with some of the guests that you've had.
1: Absolutely. And one of the things I did learn, and I'll let you turn around to me. So maybe I wonder if this is a Freudian where I knew if I got you to interview me on my hundredth or I interview you, that it would turn around to be you interviewing me. I wonder if my subconscious knew that. For some well, reason. everybody
0: knows that if I come onto their show, I'm not being interviewed. Is this kind of the way? I think the only one that it's worked out with is Jill James. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that she got to the point that she was like, we're not moving forward until. until the this <laughs> so question. I was like, okay, yeah, I, that, I guess I'm, I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. Well,
1: <laughs> in, that, in that vein, I'll go ahead and, and I'll, I'll let my my <laughs> Freudian go. <laughs> I'll go ahead and let my Freudian go for now until I get another good question. Before, uh,
0: before you throw me off. So, uh,
1: <laughs> no, I forgot to. No, so, so
0: no. but what, have you learned anything that you didn't uh, expect? I mean, keep in mind, yes. you, you've spoken to probably people that you didn't expect to speak to. Absolutely. And so what have you learned? Because, of course, people want to know about safety. I mean, we could talk about broadcasting and podcasting all yeah, day, yeah, but yeah. the people that are listening at the core, they want to know how safety to be a safety, a safety and health or safety consultant.
1: Absolutely. And actually, the, one of the biggest thing I learned was more recent. I am actually more BBS than I thought at first. And behavioral-based safety, of course, is a process and it's something that you have to think about. And the reason why I was more BBS than I thought was because I was teaching a course on BBS and I end up writing a course for a big company. Uh...
0: Lame big companies that's like censorship. A hundred thousand words, <laughs> I can't because of contract. <laughs> but uh, what letter do they start with? <laughs> they start with a number, anyway. They start with a number. What number is it?
1: <laughs> See, you're gonna get me to breach my contract.
0: Uh, you, you know, you're editing your own podcast. <laughs> yeah, Come on,
1: that's true. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the other thing I learned is I was doing Hop without knowing it. Talking to Sam, talking to you, listening to stuff I've listened to, uh. Todd's uh, book on audio, then I listened to Sidney Decker for a while, and I've known about him for a while. And I'm like, hold on. These principles, these things that they do, they say, I was doing this as a manager when they forced safety on me, and I was wearing a hat of plant manager, and then now you're safety. So I really wanted to make sure I didn't alienate the people under me and I harnessed them to get my answers, and then I protected them when management was coming back and, and trying to you know, bother them. I was the buffer, honestly, and I truly believed that some of the processes that I learned in the industry I was in, the industry was a uh, utility wastewater treatment, and there's, it's not like nuclear where everything's going to blow up, but...
0: <laughs> no, kind
1: of. Yeah, nuclear, no <laughs> you can't flush a toilet, or you can't uh, provide reuse to someone that's paying thousands of dollars a day for your reuse, then eh, in, the, in that case, you know, you, you really don't want to mess things up. So in my industry, I learned that truly my safety principles, my safety mindset, and everything was developed by management. So I believe when I switched over to consulting, I was already in the management mindset, as opposed to someone who was a safety officer Becoming a consultant, I was a manager becoming a consultant, so it became a little bit easier for me. And I figured that out, you know, throughout the episodes and talking and interviewing with people. So that's that's the the kickoff, the 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 thing that, that I've I've learned the most from that. And I actually learned a little bit more about marketing than my degree, because my degree in marketing was pretty much back in the early two thousands. But now with the marketing that we have to do now and not going back to school, I actually learned a lot about marketing through my guests, you know, through you. You were like insanely gifted at marketing.
0: <laughs> I wish. I really wish I was.
1: <laughs> you are. It's like a natural. And I'm looking at you like, come on. Why didn't I know this? I got a degree in this <laughs> and this man is just running circles around me. So you are absolutely gifted in that area. So I learned a lot about that. So that's that's maybe a... Maybe all, all, all that wrapped up in what did I learn? That's what I learned and who I've learned it from as well. So, and we're physically sitting in the same room too. So I got to kiss up to them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Well, let me ask kind of a couple of strange questions here. And, right. and if you don't want to give names, that's fine. Okay. But because that's, that's where we're going to go next. Who's been the most shocking interview that you've had? The most shocking
1: interview that I had.
0: Uh, like, what, like they shocked you. You didn't expect them to be so detailed about X. If you want to name the person, you can. If you don't, that's fine yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Cause I know some people get very hesitant when I start asking about that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, for me, I, I don't know if it's shocking per se, but uh, the one of the people that I interviewed that really kind of impacted me the most was Jill James. And, uh, and the reason why is, we have so much in common. And, uh, and just talking to her and, and her doing a meditation for my audience was awesome. And just being able to, to bond with somebody. And I love me some Jill. I know you do too. Right, I do. <laughs> and, you know, just being able to bond to someone. And she influenced me so much in just a one little interview that I split into two, uh, including the meditation that I listen to regularly. And, uh, and that didn't shock me as far as being something salacious, but it shocked me as it reached my body, mind, and spirit.
0: Mm-hmm. And she's really good. I mean, she's I really it. good. So let me ask the question, because you did mention something. You got a second question. Go of ahead. Coor- well, I have more than just two, of well, course. I got to lay one on you, too. But, but hold on, yes. because here, here's the thing. You host a podcast. Yes. But you split it. C- explain. because. Me as a consumer of podcasts, I don't get it. You yeah, control, yeah, yeah. It's not like the person's coming back. Yeah. So why do you, why do you split it in two?
1: Because I was, I was actually doing them all at once. And the reason why I split it at two, which actually helped me get to 100 faster. <laughs> I'm <just> so, cheating.
0: <laughs> okay. So I,
1: I cheated in that way. So hint, hint. But anyway, the other th- reason was I was thinking if... Uh, People are getting bite-sized listening to, you know. Meaning, if I'm sitting in the car, I got to go to work, and I'm listening to Sheldon on my way to work, then I am going to probably want to hear as much as the show I can while I'm driving. So I do that too. I I listen to, I listen to you. I listen to almost everyone on the Safety FM. I have to say, almost. I have to be honest. I Mm -hmm. listen to everyone.
0: There's a (laughs) some I would, there was some I would pass to. So,
1: (laughs) so uh, truly, I decided to split them up. So that uh, we can have someone have closure in the week, but not feel like it's past their time of driving or, you know, whatever time they allot for podcasts. And now they may say, well, I'll finish that later. So I figured, well, let's do it on two different days. And then they can get closure within the week. But it's also a way to kind of like tease and bring them back. So I'm also trying to, hopefully in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, it's going to be two times I'm going to touch them uh, within the week. And I know you're thinking something. Stop it now.
0: <laughs> no, I'm going to play devil's advocate. I mean, there's a couple yeah. of things here. Do you disagree with the Joe Rogan experience concept where it's long form?
1: No, I, most of mine will listen to my Kevin Yarborough interview. That's an hour and a half. Well, re- <laughs> but,
0: it's also the guest. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I the pictures of Kevin are just yeah, they're priceless.
1: <laughs> He's my business partner, and I can't get enough of that man because he is so hysterical. I love me some Kevin, and uh, that interview, I couldn't cut.
0: I okay, couldn't so, so cut. an hour and a half. But he, let me ask another question then. So when you look at it from the standpoint where you want to split it and do two, let's just be realistic. Yes. Not everybody loves everybody that comes on every show, just kind of the way that it goes. So what if the people that you have listening do not like ex-guests?
1: Yeah. So that means I lost them that week and I'll have to bring them back on my next show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I also think is if they don't like the guest, but they like the thing the guest is talking about, maybe I, I can still get them on that. Okay. So that's really the, the thought process. But I got a question for you before you bombard me with another one. Because truly, I'm, I'm.
0: I was I'm, just going to ask who was the worst guest you've ever had. That was, I mean, that's the only next thing that I was going to ask. The worst
1: guest I've <laughs> Are you going to give names? Because I would love it. Yeah, I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But. Um, Why? They won't hate you. They, <laughs> the worst guest I had. Did you say plural? No. It sounded
0: like a plural. Did you say guest or guest?
1: <laughs> that would be uh, a singular. And uh, truly, it was. Just for me, wrong market, wrong time, and did not have the appeal that I was looking for. And there was just a little barrier in us understanding each other. So I, I didn't learn as much. And my first interviews, early interviews, was basically uh, me uh, coaching live. And I still would do that. And, <laughs> and if someone needed a live coaching, go ahead and get a hold of me and we'll do it on air. That'd be awesome. I love doing that stuff. So, I was helping him with his business live. See, man, I'm giving you already, a, you know, early episodes. It's a he. It was live <laughs> uh, consulting. A lot of okay. Consulting. I'm just like nailing it there. <sighs> uh, but truly, um, it, it was a disconnect. You know, it was a disconnect. So, I, I, I really wanted to, uh, to, to hit a home run. But I want someone to, uh, to actually apply what I'm telling them. And I knew he wasn't going to apply it. So, I, what episode number? Uh, let's see. <laughs> Are you the one that's responsible for OSHA compliance at your location? Well, join me every Tuesday and Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for the OSHA Compliance Help live stream. You can be part of the live stream by contacting me at www.linkedin.com backslash n backslash Sheldon Primus send a connection request and you can see it there. If you like Facebook go to Facebook and type in Safety Consultant US and like that page whenever there's a new live stream on Tuesdays and Thursdays you'll be notified that I am gone live. If you're a safety consultant join the Facebook group which is facebook.com backslash groups with an S backslash Safety Consultant answer the few questions there, agree with our terms, and then you can watch the live streams there. Every Tuesday and Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I answer your OSHA compliance help questions live.
0: No, I I really thought you were going to say episode one hundred. I thought that was going to be the one that you were going to say was the worst one. Yeah, the
1: worst one is the guy who does not
0: (laughs) let me interview him and just keeps going. (laughs) But here is the other portion. I mean, and this is something that you haven't talked about yet.
1: He just keeps going. (laughs) He just just keeps going.
0: No, because I. Somebody told me this, and I thought it was realistic. How boring it is to have a guest on that you're just interviewing and then waiting for them to give you an answer. It's so much more exciting if we're just actually entertaining a, a piece of conversation. We always
1: like <laughs> go back and forth anyway. So.
0: <laughs> no, but but you, this is something you haven't mentioned. In this 100 episodes that you've done, now you're streaming. You're streaming live on video. Yes. So that wasn't, I mean, you'd had a lot of video prior to your podcast. Plenty of video prior. <laughs> but now you're doing kind of small combination of both. How are you liking it?
1: I was used to doing uh, live webinars, and a lot of companies hire me for live webinars. And then after a while, I was like, I could do this myself. And uh, from live streaming, I was like, man, I love it. But the technology was going to break me, and you know, because you got those calls. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and when I finally found a program that I like, and I'm still working through a few things, but I, it kind of brought me back to when I was webinaring. So I like that fact of doing the live webinars, but the live stream is awesome because you get the chat features in real time. And um, and then I actually stretched myself a little further and created an intro and outro for the show. So it's kind of like making me feel like I'm running my own little TV news network in that state. Cause I'm, is it more? Is it more Fox I, News or MSNBC? <laughs> you are <quite laughs> uh, yes, yes, both. <laughs> I'll, I'll say both. So in those cases, I love the live stream, and I got that from you from the times you uh, when I believe I might be the only one who has done more than one rated R rated uh, mm-hmm. uh, show, right? Yep. Uh, I, what about four or five? I think it's something like that. Yeah, and it's been a while since I've done them, and I need to do one. I, I, I really do. I, I those are fun. Uh, those are truly fun, and I'm not like gratuitous and gratuitous
0: f bomb. Are you saying that I am? <laughs> no, you put them in the right place. You put them in the right place in the right context. Well, I, I, I was very shy about that show starting off. Oh
1: man, I remember when you first started off that show. Uh, you really weren't sure which way to go, and uh, and one of the things that was really kind of cool to see you like as you started developing it uh, was. Just the way that you just organically just started. Uh, first, I guess the first format was calling and bitching, moan and complain. Right. And no one kind of took that off. Uh, not as much, you know, I guess they're still kind of scared of that. But then later on, as you were trying to say, you know, would people accept this? Would it be something that they'll like? And when you went live stream with it and people on LinkedIn are listening <laughs>
0: and they're starting to reply to you on LinkedIn as you're right. doing this. I was like, this
1: man is mainstreamed.
0: Well, no, what I have found interesting with it is it's exactly what you said. We did start off with it being a rant show. And there was a lot of people that were like, this is what we need. This is what we need. And then all of a sudden when it was like, here, you're able to do this. Yeah. Nobody wanted to do it. Yeah. Because it was like, oh shit, I'm going to get caught. Yeah. So then there was some shyness there. But what the interesting part about the whole thing, if I'm being 100% honest about how I had this planned, when the Rated R Safety Show came about and I got to my episode 100. When I changed the name of the, of the Safety FM show, because there was a lot of confusion, and it became the Jay Allen Show. The Rated R Safety Show and the Safety FM show that became the Jay, was going to become the Jay Allen Show combined. But, I, yeah, I was going to do it in a format where I had an interview, then we did news section, and then went forward. Ah. But then the whole thing was... Because there's such a mass difference between the two audiences, absolutely. I mean, there's a huge, <laughs> There's a huge difference between the two audiences. It was recommended strongly by some advisors um, to not to, to keep them separate.
1: Did you uh, find like when you're letting loose, especially when you started doing video? Because you didn't want you
0: didn't want to do. <laughs> oh, video? I didn't want to do video, video for the longest time <laughs> at all. I still don't want to do video now. I just don't have a choice.
1: And then when you started letting loose doing video, you've gotten a hang of video and the studio and everything makes it easier because you feel like you're actually in a studio because it is <laughs> uh, for, for that transition. How did you talk yourself into doing
0: it or you just knew you had to do it? Well, the thing, one of the biggest things that I was requested was video, which I didn't understand. Really? Because the thing was, it's like, okay, I'm doing a radio show because that's how I always envisioned it. Yeah. Um, so I looked at it as a radio show. I was like, so I don't know why people want to see me. And I don't know if people thought it was fake. Like, yeah. And I'll tell you, when it comes to the Rated R Safety Show and when it comes to the Jay Allen Show, they're both me. It's not like one's not me and the other one is me. Well,
1: I had to say, <laughs> he who wouldn't be named for a while, and you <laughs> bleeped out your name oh, a couple of times when I was doing <laughs>
0: your show. Right, But I was, I, was, I was concerned on what was going to happen yeah. in the market because I was like, am I going to lose business? That was realistically what I started thinking. But I really gave it a lot of thought and I was like, when it's all said and done, there's a lot of people that don't like what's going on yes. in some aspects. And if you listen to the news, there's a lot of safety in the news, mm-hmm. but you have to be paying attention to it. And I said, if we could do a happy medium of both and people have now requested like celebrity stuff, which that's why that's there, which I still don't understand to this really? day. Yeah. That's, that's why I talk about it. Um, and it has gotten a little bit further than what I expected. I mean, like now there's there's joke writers and the whole nine yards. So that's that's where you hear some of these lame jokes that come about. Um, <laughs> um, so we put all that stuff together. And can I say, quote unquote, it's a scripted show? Depends yeah. on how you want to argue it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my thoughts are not scripted. Yeah. Like um, most of the times now, because we have so many people that are kind of tied into getting us the news stories and all that stuff. Really? I
1: didn't even know you had
0: that. <laughs> yeah. Um so what ends up taking place is I don't read it until I'm live on the air. Mm. So that's why it's because you're getting exactly what I'm thinking at the moment. Yeah. I don't want it to be like, "Oh, I already have this planned out that I'm going to say this." Yeah, yeah, so you're getting it exactly yeah. so that's why I'm like blah, 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 and stuttering and all that stuff. <laughs> um because you're getting you're getting it live, but the other portion that's come about is the majority of the conversations that I have with people off the air, yeah. it starts off with, I heard you rated R safety show. Really? Now, I know my other show is more popular based yeah. on what I see numbers wise, but the first conversation that I have is normally, boom, this is a rated R safety show that I heard. I love it. Blah, blah, blah. Now, the funny that's part that's awesome. co- the funny part that's come about it, though, was I was supposed to have this very, very big interview on the station. I remember and because that person found that first, it got rescheduled, like rescheduled to cancel. Um, It took a little bit, but we finally got the person on. You see, I didn't say him or her. We got the person on and um, it worked out well. Um, yeah, yeah. But I was freaked out that it wasn't going to happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. They just didn't like the brand and all that. And-
0: well, I, I mean, and let's be realistic. That show's not for everyone. Yeah. And depending on the day of the week, you can get anything <laughs> on there.
1: Yes. And I remember. Um, for me, when I was doing the show the few times that I did, I would have to look up the shows because you weren't big time then having your own writers. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm here looking up the stories and whatever interviews that I really are, or things I wanted to read. Uh, I was looking up and I didn't filter it like the way you've taught me, which was go on incognito mode and then start filtering out uh, the news stories. So I was getting a lot of stuff on the wires things that were interesting me. Mm-hmm. So uh, I did react live to it because I just picked the headings. So I just was looking for headings that I liked and I grouped those together. And then I read the story uh, while we are on air and that gave me the reaction. So uh, I had a question that led to this though. How do you like, like project in your mind that you're listening, you're talking to a crowd of people as opposed to <laughs> you in your room with a microphone? How in your mind do you get that that mindset that like, I'm just like, I'm going to broadcast and I'm broadcasting like if there's a million or more people listening to me.
0: Well, the thing is that I've, because I've been doing this for a while, I just look at the camera like it's somebody that I'm really talking to is really what it boils down to. Yeah. So I'm looking at it. The whole aspect is number one, is this going to be important? And number two, what's the opinion? And the great thing is that people tell you right away which, if you're going the right way or they're going the wrong way. Um, some of the comments I don't post on purpose um, because I don't think that they're valid. Like, I get some really random stuff. What I've been really amazed about is the amount of people that react compared to the amount of people that sit. And I have a lot of sitters that will watch but won't say anything. Yeah. And... The more things that I do, I'm always amazed on how some of the people that I would never think that would listen to it know exactly what I'm what I'm doing. Wow.
1: Well, what what format
0: do you get the most listeners? I think that what, are you talking about like between podcast and radio?
1: Oh, no, 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 I mean uh, for for the rated R. Uh can you tell which which uh someone's listening to
0: you most? Yeah, I can I can see the different things um because of how the the data set up, but I get a lot of stuff Believe it or not, not on my own, it's actually off of Twitch, which I would have never expected.
1: That's what I was thinking, because I I do some crazy shit on Twitch with you, and and I'm just trying to get you to laugh live, and I know it's not really like only a handful of times do I get you to actually react to the stuff I post, and uh, and it's really been fun when I did get you to either smile or something. And you're like, oh, we got the consultant here.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I mean, and you have to understand that going through broadcasting school and all that kind of fun stuff when I was younger, they did everything possible to throw you off. No, so, nice. it ta- so it takes quite a bit. I mean, I've seen some stuff that you should probably never see going on inside show of a studio. No <laughs> well, that was, that was a 90s word. Um, there was more than, than, know, than just that going on. But what I have always disco- discovered is that on that particular show, on the rated R show, it has become really how people talk behind closed doors. Yes. And I kind of feel that that's why a lot of people associate to it. And it's not everybody's forte. And I mean, and depending on the day of the week, you can get something that, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, it's an excellent show, but it could be kind of high end. Yeah. Where it can go down to these levels that it's like, wow, that's kind of insulting. <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> so, and then of course you got your story of the day. So whenever you do those, I'm always perked up because either something pissed you off or there's something that's really big in the news and then you're trying to get it out. So for me, I have been looking at people constantly just just finding what you're doing and stealing, (laughs) like flat out stealing and not even crediting you. They're just... I am doing what he does because he looks successful and now we're going to do this. Even down to some people in big organizations changing their name of an event that's been around forever and ever in February and they had a certain name for it and then they change it to Focus. I'm like, what? That is like straight up biting like we would say back in the 80s. So how do you, how do you react to that?
0: Animus, I don't know. (laughs) Well, let's kind of backtrack. So let's go back to the beginning. All right. This market with radio and safety did not exist. That's true. And, well, let me rephrase that. I could not find anybody else doing it. I'm not sure if it didn't exist. I think, matter of fact, I believe there's a guy out of New Zealand that does it on a radio station, but it's really a podcast. But I could not find anybody doing this. And I looked and looked and looked and looked wow. and couldn't find anybody else doing it. And I was like, I got an idea. So did I expect some people mimicking? Yeah. Um, does it bother me? At first, it pissed, it pissed me off really bad. Um, <laughs> well, the
1: way they were doing it was just, it was flat out stealing. That's fine.
0: Because here's the thing. I'm just a spoke on the wheel. When I'm done, there will be somebody else. There are going to be plenty of people that are way better than I'll ever be at this. And that's perfectly fine. What I always tell people is that safety game was there way before I ever showed up. And it's going to yeah. be there way after I leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to give it to people in a different perspective that you did not think that safety could be. And I will tell you, I had not seen anything close to that rated R safety show. And I'm not saying that's the best show on the network or anything along those lines. So I don't want there to be any confusion. Yeah. But nobody was delivering it in that format hmm. and i will tell you there has been some big names in our industry yeah that have said how much they like that show people that i would have never expected they would have listened to it Ooh. so that kind of got me excited about stuff but i mean i look at it and i go it's a show and it's a show that it's me getting to be ridiculous right. and, and i like it
1: yeah yeah <laughs> oh, i love it that's my guilty pleasure <laughs> i tell them all the time people says this is my guilty pleasure. I don't get to listen to it all the time because I'm literally teaching sometimes during that time, but it's my guilty pleasure. I love it. I love it. And when I can be a part of it and actually be the speaker and, and actually be in there, that was fun. That was a hell of a lot of fun. And I know you tell anybody at any time, if you want to be a host, you can. So that's one of the things that if you're listening to this and you love to host this uh, rated R safety show, then go ahead.
0: Well, mm-hmm. the ba- the biggest issue has been with that is that not that people don't want to do it; it's the time. Yeah, and I want it live. I don't want it pre-recorded, which becomes an issue for a lot of people. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of timid people that want to do it too. Um, and I've been asked if I would consider doing this in the morning, and I could, and I really should, but <laughs> yeah. I just haven't done it yeah. because. M- Midday, every day, Monday through Friday, and let's say, for instance, it's probably 80% hit on regards to being Monday through Friday. It's a pain because I have to reschedule almost everything throughout my day. Can't do anything too early. Can't do anything too late. And so, I mean, it becomes interesting. But I have to tell you, out of the two shows that I do, I love the interview show. I love hearing about other people, but that show where I get to act ridiculous and I most of the time don't even think that anybody's listening. That's how I vision it. That's the only way that I think I can get away with it. Um, That's why I'm able to pull it off.
1: Yeah. But what about your your sound effects and everything coming in? And it seems like there's so much activity in the studio from your broadcast that, you know, you've got all the the bumpers and, and everything going on at the same time. So how do you navigate through all that stuff?
0: And, <laughs> Very poorly. <laughs> no, I mean, I have a vision on what I want it to sound like. And I have made the determination that I want it to sound like a radio show. Yeah. And that's what my main bread and butter is. If you go to safetyfm.com, safetyfm.com is a radio station that has a whole bunch of other things that are going on. And there's a lot of podcast tied into it. So let's, yeah. not, let's not be realistic. Yeah or non unrealistic about it, but I am a radio show first. So that's why when people go, well, I see you looking down a lot. You're watching me in a radio station. Yeah. You're not watching me as a video caster. So that's why it doesn't bother me. And people are like, you need a teleprompter. No, I don't. (laughs) And realistically, if we were not doing it on video, there would be a lot more music and there would be a lot of copyrighted music, music that you would listen to on the radio. But The YouTubes of the world, the Facebooks of the world and the so on. You cannot do that because there is not, well, there's not an actual correct way of being able to do it. So that's, that's the other issue, but I would love it to be just a standard radio station show and let me be the person that I am Mm -hmm. on that show (laughs) and then, and then move forward.
1: Well, I know this is like the, the catch up show for my hundredth episode, which I love because truly I wanted to choose you for this because you helped get my show on the map
0: i yeah. did not no 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 I you only got had you like got nine
1: your, episodes or something like that when i
0: got with you but yeah. you but you were already you were already building yes. and here's what i tell people and I, this is what i always kind of find find kind of funny there is a show for everyone hmm. and let's be realistic when it when it comes to what you are doing you bring something to the table that a lot of other people are not presenting. I mean, there's a lot of uh, geeks that want to copy you. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, but yes. it's a straight up mimic of what you're doing and more power to her. I mean, and what she's doing. <laughs> right. I'm not shy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: you're,
0: you're letting it out there. Right? <laughs> it's the truth. It is. Um, but you were doing it first. Yeah. Now, doing it first doesn't mean doing it better. Let's yes. just be realistic yeah, because sometimes some people say, well, no, if you're first, you're better. No, but you're doing it where it's effective. And I think that that's different. I can post on social media four or five times a day does not mean that I am good at what I do. And I'm not yeah. picking on her because that could come across that way. Yeah, yeah, so let me make sure that I'm clear. But a lot of people go, if I am the empty can and rattled the most, I'm going to get the most attention. Absolutely. That, that's not the case. But what you have been, been doing over the last hundred episodes is you have the tip of the week and when you don't you let people know at the very beginning it's not like it's some surprise that I get to the end of the episode it's like ah, there's no tip no you tell them yeah 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 so a lot of people don't do that and if you remember at first I was like why are you giving everything away for free I remember telling you that on multiple (laughs) occasions you still tell me that (laughs) (laughs) But, but you're bringing something of value for people that are interested in getting into this particular side of the journey and let's be realistic not everybody wants to be a consultant
1: yeah yeah absolutely Are you ready for Safety Consulting TV? Ready or not, it's on its way. January 2021, you'll have your very own video on demand service that's going to help you with becoming a safety consultant. This will be available on iPad, iPhone, Apple TV, Android, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire, Fire TV. And this will give you the information that you need to become a safety consultant and resources such as templates and PowerPoint decks and other things that you could download that will be tangibly good for you to use that day for your clients. Visit safetyconsultant.tv, safetyconsultant.tv for more information. And I think it's a natural progression for safety officers to get burnt out. Then all of a sudden they're thinking, hey, I hired someone to do this. Why can't I be the person being hired if I have to get someone to you know, consult? Why can't I be that person? So obviously I I look at it this way. So even though I give away the farm quite a bit, as I've been told, <laughs> I look at it this way. It's one of the things that, uh, that I, I, I think of a principle. First is, there's room for everybody, for everything. And then I learned recently, not everything, meaning now I'm starting to get competitors. Uh, and, you know, sure, that people could geek out all they want and they become a competitor in that way. However, those are things that, uh, that I was doing a few years back. So, uh, you know, it's easy to copy something I did years ago and it's different than what I'm doing now. And then I think, well, well, maybe I shouldn't have let go of what I was doing years ago. This person's got in and they're trying to do what I did, you know, whatever years ago. But
0: truly... All all they did was buy the Pat Flynn
1: course. uh, Yeah, that really looks like it. That's exactly what it It is. is I I really (laughs) was thinking that.
0: No, uh, I am telling you because I know this. All, (laughs) All they did was buy the Pat Flynn course. <sighs> Nothing against Pat Flynn, I, love, I him. love him. Yeah, he's great. I mean,
1: I mean, it's amazing. But,
0: but let's he think about it. The podcast. I mean, let's think about some things here. I have a course. I do. That's available. Yeah. But if you do not sign up now, there's not going to be any more time to sign up for another month and a half, two months. Or, matter of fact, I can't tell you how long it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scarcity. Scarcity. Yes. I mean, and the funny thing is that a lot of the stuff. I mean, I can tell you, I've done a lot of research into it because I take a look at these different things and there's been some stuff that you've recommended, but that's what people are doing. Yeah. And so they're taking a model that they see that works through others. Yes. And now all these people are doing these safety things. And it's fun, don't get me wrong. And I like the whole thing about podcasting, but during the pandemic, and we're kind of future- we're not future-proofing this episode, yeah, 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 there were so many new podcasts that started and they did not last. A lot of these people that did them were not consistent. And yeah. the problem here becomes this. It's not turning on a microphone and that's it. You have to have something to talk about. And I'm not saying they're all interesting because yeah, they're not. They're not. Mm-hmm. I've listened. <laughs> no, and, and let's be realistic. Some of your episodes have sucked. Some of yes. my episodes have sucked. And if, if you talk to any broadcaster or podcaster that can, can't honestly admit that, yeah. they're lying. yeah, yeah <laughs>
1: absolutely.
0: I mean, I have some episodes, even on the Jay Allen show, that I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> I mean, I won't pick on her, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had a name that came up right away. But was but, that probably right? Yeah, you probably uh, first right. on, but I mean, I won't pick on her, but it was a terrible episode. And then the other portion that I've had, I have two episodes that I have set on for a very long period of time that will never see the light of day oh. because they were that bad. Really? Yeah. I mean, there was one that I started talking to a guy. And I guess he already had a script of everything that he was going to say because I asked one questions and 19 minutes later, oh, I was okay, able yeah. to go to the next one. Wow. Yeah. He so, knew what he wanted.
1: <laughs> oh, I think I know that one too.
0: No, no. I never released that one. So, oh, no, you, so, so I think he told me. I probably did tell you, but I never released it. <laughs> but that's, but that's the thing that we, you have to look at. So yeah, hundred episodes and some of them suck. They're not all going to be great. Some people say don't even focus on that stuff. But now that you're 100 episodes in, we don't know how many more episodes you're going to do. I mean, it could be thousands, it could be hundreds, who knows? Yeah. What do you think you should change? Because there has to be something that you don't like, especially that guy yelling in the background with the music. Oh, sorry, did I say (laughs) that? Maybe that's what I don't like.
1: (laughs) Actually, (laughs) I love that part. (laughs) Okay. Thing I am going to change, or at least I, I think right now, and this might be terrible to tell you guys, but. I think right now I'm ready for sponsorships. And you know, boom, boom, boom. Everybody just hung up now. <laughs> We're gone. But I want to make sure it's someone that I, I trust, someone I know. Then the sponsorship that you guys have been listening to 100 episodes is Jay <laughs> <laughs> of, about my course. Uh, so I, I am ready to switch that around. I needed some confidence that I was going to make it this long. So truly, I was looking at that and then also get you know broadcasting share and all the the metadata that we have to look at uh, mm-hmm. with the analytics of episodes. So I was thinking about that too, but that's one thing. And then I'm also always analyzing the music in the background. <laughs> and- yeah! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so it's really a... Uh, don't uh, add that as your music going forward. Yeah, yeah, So the only
1: reason why I'm doing the music in the background is because I'm a musician.
0: Oh, let us oh, that's a lie. You are a musician, but you're cheating. Let's be realistic. Yeah. You play the music that way, people don't hear the errors in the background. I know and, how that goes. And
1: that is exactly why. <laughs> so I, I'm getting more <laughs> more confident in my editing skills.
0: Why do you uh, edit? Just do a record and straight. Because of my breath. Well, yeah, stop breathing so heavily. So, so, let me, so let me ask you a question. <laughs> because, so I'm going to ask as I'm part of the listening audience yes, because I am. You are. You tell me. I am. So how will the show change if you get sponsors? Because all of a sudden now, are you dropping ads in the middle of the show? What does it sound like? Are you going to be limited? Let's say, for instance, that you have now 3M as a sponsor. Are you not going to talk about it? other tape, I mean, stuff like that. Yeah, because yeah. people are going to want to know this.
1: Well, if I get 3M, then it's respirators. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to get all kinds of respirators. So really, my thought right now is, uh, is I'm looking to promote things that I use to get my business going off. And then having a sponsorship where somebody would buy some sort of ad time. And not only can they help my listeners buy the same things I used, but then I could actually, without uh, getting the listeners to actually give in to me, like I would, like some of the other ventures I tried, you know, my Patreon, which is a fat mess, uh, because I can't keep up with that stuff. It just gets too much for me. And I know it, I still have it on. And that's like the day of this recording, probably like when we get done, I'll be like, <laughs> I'm done. <dead." laughs> but uh, I just don't wanna, I wanna make sure that if I'm gonna do an episode that I'll then start doing actual people buying in. I want to make it where it's going to be fun, um, I mean the actual ad, and then also that it's going to be something that's going to be helpful, but I don't want it to take away from the show.
0: So then when you have that mindset in regards to what you want to do, and let's be realistic, the way that everybody normally makes revenue on this is by having sponsors. That's just realistically how it is. I mean, I would imagine as an audience member, you already know this. But, but. Thinking about it, so let's say for instance you've you've talked about Coca Cola for a long period of time, which you haven't, but just using this as an yeah, example. Yeah, and all of a sudden, now people know you drink Coke. You drink Coke. You drink Coke. All of a sudden, Pepsi decides not the Lana Del Rey version. You can look that up if you want to. Um, if Coca Cola all of a sudden, or not Coca Cola, Pepsi says that they want to actually sponsor you. But everybody knows that you've been talking about Coke. Will you take the sponsorship?
1: I don't like Pepsi. <laughs> so I mean, but <laughs> that's, that's but, but, but that's what people
0: are going to wonder. Yeah, yeah, so that's why I be- asked this. Yeah.
1: And truly, I'm. I am looking at uh, beyond hundred. I want to get more feedback from the audience. And sometimes I get feedback through. Usually it's a little email back, or they're on my newsletter. And I all my newsletters have my actual email. So once I put on the bottom, just reply to this email, and you're getting me. <laughs> and when I get, can, those,
0: can I start naming out the email that I use No. I'm yeah, I don't
1: care. <laughs> so uh, when they get that. That's, I, I want to be able to keep in touch with who is there. And another goal for me for, for not only the podcast, but afterwards is to start creating a network that I can actually say, these safety consultants, I have dealt with. You're in uh, Louisiana. Oh yeah, I know this person. And someone reaches out to me, I'm in Texas. Oh yeah, I know this person. And that's, that's the mindset that I want to bring. But I want to make sure that they they know and they know what I know and more.
0: So is it the cult of Shelton? No. <laughs> it takes a village. Okay. No, so that's interesting. So that's it takes a village. So that's interesting that you want to do it in that particular format. Do you have like a timeline that you would like to see this done? Uh,
1: that,
0: actually, way, that way we can go back to the episode 100 and revisit this at some yeah, point point. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: 2021 because I'm making a big change in my life coming up in 2021 and
0: uh, are you, have, do the, people know about this or not yet I mean keep in mind that we're in the future now
1: yeah we're in the future but uh, people that have known me like personally no
0: well hold on all the people that are your audience they feel like they know you personally Let, let's be realistic Ooh, look R- right now I like I, that. You are listening to me probably via headset. Yeah, yeah. So I am in your ear. That's right. So this is about as personal as you get.
1: I am. Jay is
0: <laughs> in your ear. <laughs> so, no, but think about it for a moment. Yeah, so absolutely. And this is the weird thing, and I'll, and I'll mention this before we go back to what we're talking about.
1: Are you trying to get me to scoop?
0: No, I'm just trying to tell you. The conversations that I have on here, the people that listen... They they feel like they know me, and yeah. we are developing a relationship. It's a very one sided relationship because I do yeah, most right of the do, because I do most of the talking. So the people that listen to you believe that they know you to yeah. some way. I mean, and I had a conversation with Abby Ferry yeah. that she said that a lot of times people skip like the the first second friendship date to an extent, and they jump into these weird conversations the first time they get to know you. Yeah, and she's spot on. But if you take a look at this now, yeah. Don't worry, I'm, I'm, I'm not flipping a coin here or flipping a leaf, so don't, don't okay. take it the wrong way. Um, but I wanted to bring it up. The people that don't know what your change is, yeah. they believe that they know you, so now they're kind of feeling like they're left out on I the know. curve without you telling them what's going on. Now, this is the great thing about editing.
1: Yeah, I can yeah. edit it out. Okay, so let me go ahead and, and, and <laughs> scoop. So you guys got... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, the big change for me. And, uh, and I didn't think of it this way, Jay. You were right. So, anybody who's like stayed, how, how long are we iterating?
0: Well, I don't know because I don't know how you're editing, but God. this is showing like 50 some odd minutes. Get out. Really?
1: Damn, I love talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, really, what I'm thinking about is, uh, Marianne and I got, and you're going to hear. Just in her,
0: case you don't remember his wife, wife, just throwing wife, that out Marianne. there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we are actually thinking of traveling. Globally. So that is the idea right now. We've traveled in the RV like most of you have known, going from state to state uh, because of my schedule. So in 2021, I am not scheduling anything physically at some place, but I am doing a boatload and I might even call it a shitload (laughs) of stuff. My 2021 schedule virtually is packed already. I know I I already have a schedule until December 2021 uh, virtually. So I'm trying to fill in a few little gaps that I have here and there, but I don't want to fill it up enough where I'm working every week. I'm going to. We truly want to travel, so I don't want to work every week. I just want to go ahead and have fun. So I I am looking towards you know the minimum work with the maximum fun.
0: <laughs> so in other words, if you're interested in bulking, the safety consultant Sheldon Primus now you have a limited time before it's all said and done.
1: That's right, The limited time. <laughs> yeah, so. I feel blessed that my 2021 schedule is, you know, <laughs> packed already. <laughs> That's great. Because who, who can say right now in 2020 that you're booked for all of 2021 except a few, you know, handful of people. And, uh, and I really, really feel blessed for that. So I'm going to ex- enjoy traveling with my wife and I. And we're going to, I guess, you know, we're going to start in Latin America. And, and from there, we're going to just keep on going.
0: So, I mean, here's the thing. And let's, let's kind of talk about it for a moment. If you're interested in actually building out a network of people that know the stuff that you do and you're already this booked, maybe that's a conversation starter right there. Maybe that's where you start saying, hey, I'm already seeing that I'm already pretty booked out for the year. If you're interested in joining, and I'm not trying to do a sales pitch for you, yeah, that's yeah. for sure. I'm just this down. But I'm just uh, saying, uh, but, that's, but, but that's, the, that's the conversation piece. You start off saying, this is what I'm looking at. How can I assist you with your business? And I mean, let's be realistic. When it's all said and done... A lot of the stuff that we do here is to try to help out other people. Yeah, absolutely. that's That's why the whole conversation is there.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's a good, uh, in the mindset, especially in marketing, truly when you're marketing, you have to market what's in it for other people, right? Isn't that, you know, the fundamental? Well,
0: I'm not trying to sell here. I'm just no, trying no, to no, tell no. you, you know, I'm just trying to give you some information.
1: Well, that's, <laughs> that's actually a fundamental of principle of marketing is truly you're going to, uh, even with your copy. So back to training you guys on, on your copy. When it comes to writing things, if you could put in your copy the actual words for selling a course or anything like that, what is the benefit to the person as opposed to the feature of the product? It's probably going to sell more. And so what you're telling me, and I'm going to go ahead and and, and flip this in my brain, Jay, is if I go ahead and let people know uh, right now I'm so successful and I hate you know, I'm knocking on wood, and I would knock on wood, but it's going to end up coming up <laughs> on a broadcast. You know that I'm already booked for 2021, and the type of bookings I am, they don't cancel. So I'm grateful for that, and maybe I should lead, make that the lead to say, "Let me help you do this too." Uh, maybe that's the uh, the other aspect of it. So that's a good idea. I might. I'm. I'm. I'm that's. That. I like that. You're full of good ideas. Maybe that's why you're on 100.
0: Uh yeah. I don't I don't know why I got invited to this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got a question to you. everything that you said. Is there a price to buy the network?
0: The whole Safety FM network?
1: Yes. You know there's people who love seeing like a like like uh, what's Twitch, right? Twitch was bought by... Yeah, it was
0: actually Justin TV before it became yeah. Twitch.
1: And then uh, there's a bunch of people that they see things go and they see it grow and they're like, oh yeah, I don't want to uh, like reinvent the wheel. This, they're doing well here. And technologies tech companies do it left and right all the time. That's what they do. Is that an uh, exit plan? And get a percentage? Or, you know, this thing is so big, someone says... All right, back it up. <laughs> back up that Brinks truck. We're, we're going to uh, purchase Safety FM as a whole.
0: Um, First off, I co-founded this with somebody else. Um, she is the brains behind the whole operation. Yeah. So until she w- would ever give me the okay, I wouldn't even give it a consideration. But I don't think we've taken this to where we want to take it. So until... I don't think... In- I would be willing to sit back as an executive producer um, for a lot of these shows hmm. that are on here, but I don't think I would ever would consider selling. There, okay. would, there would have to be like a totally different conversation. Um, I enjoy this too much. Yeah. Um, what I'm doing, and I also love finding talent. Sorry, that's what they call the host behind the scenes, the talent, the on-air talent. Um, but I love finding talent in very weird places. And I have been very blessed in finding people in very weird places. People that I did not expect things to come out of and how they have worked out. Because I'm going to tell you, the majority of the people that are on Safety FM, I knocked on their door. They did not knock on mine. Yeah. So, that's always been the first part. Um, And what I always tell people is this is is the other thing. The first guy to ever jump onto this mess with me was Tim Ludwig. And if you ever take a look, he doesn't release a lot of episodes, but As long as this is in my hand, he'll always have a home here, regardless, even if he only releases one episode a year, but because he was the first one willing to take the gamble. Hmm. Loyalty. Of course, you have to have it.
1: Yes. (laughs) That's not like selling somebody a product. That's your best buddy.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm cute. I see where you're going there. No, but I, I mean, I look at it and he took, he took a gamble, especially, I mostly talked about Hop at the time. Really? Yeah, and the he,
1: guy, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, the BBS guy Yeah, the BBS guy on
1: your hot bandwagon?
0: He sure well he doesn't he's not talking about it, but it was one of those things that he decided to take it and that was been the whole goal. Can we interview him? I'm sure you could. Okay. But he he is a professor and keep in mind that he is an under, he was or still is an understudy for Geller. Actually,
1: I know someone who was mentored by Geller.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean Geller's great and I, I mean I love him. Uh, it's been a long time since I've spoken to him, but I I love him. I I love what he's done. It's it's funny because he's a lot of people. Sick. I mean, a lot of people don't realize that he has an impact on most people's daily lives. Yes, because he helped develop the seatbelt beeping that's in your car.
1: Really? Yeah. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right, I'm making a call because uh, the person I know, I actually uh, helped her through one of the programs that we're doing, and she was an understudy for me for something. <laughs> So uh, she was actually <laughs> trained by Scott and his daughter together, mm-hmm. uh, being underneath their 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 family and safety. <laughs> and uh, she's actually a minister too, <laughs> which is kind of funny in the uh, Dallas area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think I'm going to reach out to her, see if I could get her on the show for for this time. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Coming up on episode <laughs> one hundred <laughs> one. One hundred one. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right, I got to write this crazy ship so we could actually end and not be like a two hour in. Cause, uh,
0: let's see if he cuts it. Let's see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'll cut it into two episodes now that we talked about it. Ugh. So, uh, just give me a, a outlook of 2021 for Safety FM. And I am, I'm pretty sure since my next episode is going to be 90. So I'm recording this early. I told them, I told them, I know. but we already, I'm uh, 10
0: weeks ahead.
1: <laughs> so therefore, um, uh, the way that I'm structuring it should be where we're going to get this, uh, kind of before the end of the year. So in 2021, what does safety FM look like?
0: Well, here's the funny part, because the thing is that there's a lot of ideas behind the scenes going on. I just don't know if they're going to come to fruition. And that's kind of going to be the, that's going to be the interesting part. Safety FM Asia. No, I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> There has been a lot of conversations of doing Uh country-specific. And I just don't think that as of right now, that will work. So is there probably going to be somebody beat me to the punch in with it? Absolutely. And that's fine because I'm expecting the competition. Oh, yeah. But I only want to do stuff if it's going to bring value. So I don't want to do a Safety FM Asia or Safety FM Japan or something that I can't help building. Um, Now that I that I would be opposed to like a Safety FM Brazil because I'm seeing a lot of movement out of Brazil. There you go if you needed some inside tips. Nice. Um, but there's a lot of movement going on in Brazil. But I think that Central America would probably be something that I would want to focus on because I'm able to speak Spanish. Uh-huh. And I know some people that might be doing some moving around. Um, <laughs> so that's maybe a different conversation there. But yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I think that there's a good combo on how that could work. But I wanted to also make... Sense to what I'm trying to do with the network. Um, and the funny thing is that I want to mention this for a moment, and I know that it's not really related to the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people feel if you're tied into Safety FM, you're now corporate, which I think is hilarious because I think I'm the furthest thing from it, or you're commercialized. but, but Because now it's... You jumped a shark? Well, I guess because we're now... Because now it's a brand, and it's... Uh, and I don't look at it that way. I really? mean... I don't, I, th- I look at it as, I think that it's a whole bunch of individuals with a common goal coming together. Yeah, now I'm, I'm sure there's some people that have, that are no longer here that could probably say otherwise, but, um, I've always looked at it as, as long as you're not an asshole, um, you will do some things where it makes sense to kind of build a build structure moving forward. Yeah. But that's, and keep in mind, my opinions are separate than the ones of Sheldon Brothers and the Safety Consultant Podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do want to add that in future <laughs> episodes too. No, but I'm just saying, but that's that's the thing. I don't think we're commercial.
1: No.
0: I mean, and I ha I legitimately had somebody turn me down because they said my network, because that's how they call it my network, yeah. um, is too commercial. And I, I don't know what we do that I would that it would make it commercial, quote unquote. Really? Yeah. So anyways, but going into future plan is I want to expand it. And people go, well, do you want to be global? We're already global. <laughs> it just needs to make sure that we adapt it to the language, to whatever the country is. And I mean, realistically, the more that I see going forward, because we have not released it at the time, but I'm sure we'll talk about it in the future, is there's going to be more video. There's going to be a lot more video associated, and we'll, by the time that this comes out, I'm sure that conversation's already been had and yeah. known to the world, but that's going to be where a lot of the stuff's coming out. I mean... We started to do safetyfm.tv but it didn't turn the way that I wanted to because a lot of people are afraid of committing to so much video. Um the only one that has committed to doing a lot of video for us currently is of course Emily Elrod. Oh yeah. She does all kinds of videos all the time mostly on LinkedIn. Um and then we have Pedro Maciel that yeah, yeah. that he does twice a week, three times a week depending on what he's going on. Yeah, you so got, it, hey. it, well, you don't do it as frequently as them two. I mean, them two do it like three four times a week. Yeah, they're all up in it. Well, However you want to word it. Um, So that's, I mean, but that's something to think about. But so what I have noticed, though, is that like what's a lot of people repurpose their stuff. So I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, depending on how you want to look at it. Uh, That's the way I've been doing everything. So (laughs) No. And then so for 2021, because we're in such a strange part of the world and we're ahead right now. Yeah. I wish I could predict the future. But 10 weeks ago, I couldn't have told you what's going to happen 10 weeks from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you would have asked me, as of the recording of this, if we would have already known who the president was six days afterwards, I would have told you no. Yeah, no kidding. So. Oh, my. That will don't even get me triggered. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm just using that as an example. <laughs> I know, I know,
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> get me triggered. Oh, well, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you coming on 100, getting me thinking, getting me retrospective, and answering some questions at the same time So I got my I got my chops in there Getting you to answer some stuff I told you that I
0: would but let's look at it this way This is what you've done in 100 episodes I would love to see what you're going to do In the next 50 And if you, you don't have your normal audience That says it I will say it I appreciate what you've done and what you've been willing to give away For people to become a safety consultant And, thanks, right. for, and thanks for having me on
1: No I appreciate it man Thank you so much 100 as soon as I was getting to that landmark I was like there's only one person I want on my 100th episode and that is Jay Allen so thank you Jay Allen for coming in and enjoying this time with me and uh, thank you everyone for listening to me. Is this long?
0: Hold on, who said I enjoyed it?
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't <laughs> Everybody in the audience, thank you so much for giving me a hundredth episode. You guys have been awesome and I would be remiss if I didn't give you my, my send-off. Go get them.
0: This episode has been powered by Safety FM.